Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Let me put it to you this way. Three weeks into the NFL season, thus far, the New York football teams are leaving a whole lot to be desired. In other words, it's been real ugly for both the Jets and Giants. Big time. I mean, big time ugly. So like I said, I want you all to listen up here because you're really going to want to get a load of this. And I want to tell you, uh, you know, both both teams are one and two, uh, but there's one and two and there's PU. And we've gotten a whole lot of PU uh, from both our New York football teams. Now, let me first address the most recent ones, and that would be the Jets, okay? Because the Jets played, um, they played earlier today. Normally, I record this on Mondays, but I want to get it out of my system today. And I don't know who the Jets think they are, what they think they are. I, I, I think that I don't think they live in a real world. I mean, the fact that they lost again for the 15th straight time to the New England Patriots, I'm not making a big deal about that. I'm not making a big deal about that. I mean, the weather absolutely stunk. It was brutal out at the the, um, uh, MetLife Stadium earlier today. So, I mean, I totally expected an ugly game, and it was ugly. But the Jets have taken ugliness to a whole different level because I don't know who they think they're fooling. Are they fooling me? Are they fooling you? Are they fooling the entire public? Because if they think they're doing that, the entire organization isn't fooling anybody but themselves. Not not anybody but themselves. You know, yeah, they had a chance to win at the end of the game yesterday. It it almost was. It could have been a miracle. But it wasn't. And I'll tell you what, the I, I as it was unfolding the last couple of minutes, I'm saying to myself, you know what? As much as I wanted to see them be able to pull it out, I'm saying to myself, if they win this game, it'll be the worst thing to happen to them. Because they'll be able to pat themselves on the back and say, yeah, see, we showed true grit. We got the job done. We got this done. You know, it's a character builder. We stick together, blah, blah, blah. That is such a bunch of crap. And, And, you know, folks, it's almost like I'm afraid to talk about it because we talk about it a lot here. Me and you. But, I mean, really? You know, and I said this, it goes back to last year. It goes back, it comes to this season. It came with the, with this, you know, acquisition of Aaron Rodgers. And it hasn't stopped. 
The Jets stunk earlier today. They stunk against the Patriots. You know, final scores and, and, and statistics, you know, can be can, can be misleading. Because let me tell you something, and, and I, I've said this, you heard me say it to you the past few weeks, if the Jets organization, uh, if, if Joe Douglas, GM, Rob Sala, head coach, if, if the hierarchy, everybody, Woody Johnson, if, if they didn't think, if they didn't think that Zach Wilson was capable of handling the position of quarterback, then he should not have been the backup quarterback penciled in to be the backup to Aaron Rodgers. That should not have been the case. And you say, everybody says at the end of the game, and, and, and Salah says, yeah, everybody's saying the right things. You know, we, we got to do better. We got to do this. I'm not thinking about a change. But all, all that stuff. It's all, it's all fine and dandy. It's a bunch of malarkey. I, I got a big kick where I read Friday, this past Friday, in all the Jets lockers, they had T-shirts hanging. I got your back, meaning for Zach Wilson. I got your back, meaning for Zach Wilson. These are the same guys who last year, last season, were, wear, were wearing those ridiculous T-shirts. Mike effing White. Mike effing White. Several Jets were wearing those. Now I got your back. Shame on those players who were wearing them. Shame on the entire organization, Salah and Joe Douglas, for allowing them to wear them. But now you're going to put in T-shirts in lockers of all the Jets players. I got your back. Kumbaya. Don't worry, be happy. The hypocrisy within the New York Jets has no limits. Now, can Zach Wilson do the job? I have my doubts. But as I said a few weeks ago, he needs to be the quarterback. You know, when Aaron went down, he needed to be the guy to be the quarterback. If for no other reason, he was penciled in as the backup. And as I said, if they didn't think it was the backup, then he should have been, shouldn't have been penciled in as the backup. But they need to know this guy that they drafted number two overall a couple of years ago, if we got to get rid of him, period, or can he do the job? But I, I saw a lot of shortcomings yesterday. I saw a lot of shortcomings yesterday. I, I saw him uh, not seeing the field. I saw him making some bad decisions. I, I saw, saw him on, what was it, a, a fourth and ten? He throws a, a like a out, flat outlet pass for two yards. But throughout the game, until I think it was very late in the third quarter, it was like very, late, very late in the third or fourth, he never threw a pass on first down. It was run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. 
That's the game plan. And that game plan sucked because what you're telling me is that you, meaning you, the Jets, hierarchy, coaches, don't believe that Zach Wilson can do the job. That's what that message was. That's what that message was. I mean, come on. What are you doing? What are you talking about? I mean, you know, oh, God. You know, that first half was embarrassing. Total yards was 216 for the Pats, 39. 39 for the Jets. 10 passing and 29 rushing. Yeah, that's another thing. Brees Hall wants the ball. Dalvin Cook, they all want more of the running game. Well, we got the running game yesterday, and what the heck did we get out of it? Dalvin Cook, 8 carries for 18 yards. Brees Hall, 12 for 18. 38. So much for the running game. And stop telling me about this vaunted defense. Yeah, well, they only gave up 15 points. Yada, yada, yada. Or I guess you could say 13 points because two came on the safety. The Pats had 358 total yards. So it wasn't like the Jets' defense was immovable. Just like it wasn't immovable the first two weeks of the season, even with the win over the Bills, and we know how horrible they were against the Cowboys. So stop telling me about your Jets' defense, how tough your Jets' defense is. And I hear the media asking Salah after the game, well, you know, it's frustrating because your defense is good. No, the defense has been not good. Don't don't let the 15-10 score fool you. They haven't been getting the job done. And, and, you know, another thing, I, I'm reading and I'm hearing, I'm watching a game yesterday. Well, excuse me, I, I was watching some of the pregame stuff yesterday. And I see, what was it on Fox? They're making like a big deal, which, you know, I, I was reading in the papers anyway. On Saturday, oh, like inside, yeah, um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be coming back and he's going to be coming back and Aaron Rodgers is going to be coaching, uh, you, you know, helping with, with, with um, uh, Zach Wilson. Do me a favor. Aaron Rodgers is out. Finished kaput for the season. It broke my heart when he went down. I felt terrible for him. It was a horrible thing to happen to him, a horrible thing to happen to the Jets, but it did. Let me tell you something, folks. I've been in locker rooms my entire career. I made my bones covering stuff inside the locker room, not just sitting, you know, behind a microphone in front of a camera. And let me tell you something. When a guy is injured and he's out, he's not supplying leadership. Not in football, not in baseball, not in basketball, not in hockey. It does not work that way. When you're out, you're out. Now, if you want to say, uh, maybe he can give some tips 
to Zach Wilson or who's ever at quarterback, that's fine. Right now, this season, 2023, the Aaron Rodgers show is over. Done, finished, kaput. Stop talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm watching yesterday. I'm I'm watching it. You know, watching the end of the Jets game yesterday, and they're talking about you know when uh, Zach was going for that hail mary. They're talking about oh, this one's for Aaron Rodgers. This one's for you, Aaron, because you're the you know you're the master of the hail mary. Stop with Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers deal for the Jets in 2023, crashed and burned four plays into the season. Stop. Just stop. It's done. It's over. And the more you talk about it, the dumber you sound, those in gangrene, move forward. And how are you going to move forward? You're going to look yourselves in the mirror like all the players have to do. But more than the players, I need the coaches to look in the mirror because they are doing a disservice. Don't, don't, if we're going to find out if Zach Wilson can play, don't give me this run, 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 pass. Hand the ball, off, hand the ball, off, pass. No. And then once he got going a little late, it was too late. That's on the coaches. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not praising Zach Wilson's play at all. But don't tell me that this defense is, oh, my God, it's the cat's meow. Or or these running backs, you know, Hall and, and, and Cook. I'm not saying they're not good players. But don't tell me how great they are. Don't tell me how great you are. Don't tell me how great this team is. You didn't earn anything yet. The only thing you earned going into this season was you went out and got yourself a future Hall of Fame quarterback. That's the only thing you earned. Other than that, forget about it. Are guys on the defense good? Yeah, some of them are good. Some of them are damn good. But I'll give you an example. We're talking about when you got to make a stop. Did they make a stop late in the game? It was like third, excuse me, third and 15 for the Patriots. Third and 15 from their own 10. You got to make a big stop, third and 15 from their own 10. You got a chance. You make a big stop here. They're punting basically from the Renzo. You got a chance to do something. So on third and 15, Mac Jones completes a pass in front of D.J. Reed for 16 yards and a first down. Don't tell me how great this defense is. Enough talk. Show me. And they ain't been showing nothing. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this. Tonight on Sunday night, because all the t- believe me, I guarantee you they're putting this all on Zach Wilson. You're gonna read about it and hear about it. I, I was listening about it on the post game shows. 
and I am not applauding Zach Wilson. So don't give give me any guff about that. What I'm telling you is this is not just on Zach Wilson. This is on Joe Douglas. This is on Rob Sala. And this is on the entire staff to get things figured out. But if you're going to put Zach Wilson in, and if Zach Wilson is going to fail, and I'm not convinced he can do the job, but if he's going to fail, you know what they say? Let him die with his boots on. Let him swing away. Not this handoff, handoff, pass, handoff, handoff, pass. It's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. You know, Joe Douglas, everybody was praising Joe Douglas. Everybody, oh, going into the season, Joe Douglas, now, now, the master, he got Aaron Rodgers. He got Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, listen, last year he got us not one rookie of the year, two rookies of the year on offense and defense in, in Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. That did a nice job, but all those three things did a nice job of covering up the second pick overall a couple of years ago. The second pick overall. And last season, in his second season, you pissed all over the guy. And now you want us to believe you, you took the, his uniform away. And now you want us to believe that you have faith in him and you're telling everybody you have faith in him. And if you think, they, then the Jets think we are all suckers. That's the way I view it. Very, very disappointing. And now what do the Jets have? Next Sunday night, coming into MetLife Stadium, the Kansas City Chiefs. Good luck, gangrene. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Whoop-dee-doo. Now, I hate to say misery loves company, but that's what's going on because I have to tell you, what I got to see, oh boy, from the Giants on Thursday night was terribly disappointing. Terribly, terribly disappointing. In fact, I said to some people, the Giants' performance on Thursday night in losing to the um, 49ers, 30-12, to and I mean this, folks, it was more upsetting to me than their season opener against the Cowboys losing 40 to nothing at home. And then the first two quarters, the next week, they were down 20 nothing to the Cardinals. I was more disappointed in the performance against the 49ers. Now, listen, and I, I don't give people excuses. You hurt, you hurt. You make a roster, you make a roster. It's got to be next man up. I firmly believe that. Yes, the Giants were, were were without Saquon Barkley. Yes, they were without Andrew Thomas, who might be the best tackle in the league. But, but you got to show up and play. 
And But what was terribly disappointing, terribly disappointing, was the performance of the Giants' defense. Terribly disappointing. Terribly disappointing. I I do a wrap-up show on Monday mornings called The Hangout, which you people can see on Giants.com. When I say Monday mornings, I I do it uh, with a few of the guys um, the day after any game. So for argument's sake, if it's a Monday night game, I'll do it on a Tuesday. This past week it was on Thursday, so I did it on Friday. But I'm just saying, like, like... the tackling in in that game by the Giants bordered on, I'll say it was like minor league. It was unprofessional. And I, I had plenty of company in the way I feel about it. They did not tackle. I mean, I'm not talking about a guy breaking one tackle. I'm talking about, listen, we know Debo Samuel of the Niners and Christian McCaffrey. They're not good. They're outstanding players, two of the best in the league. But they were breaking tackles like they were Jim Brown playing against the nine-year-old Pop Warner team. I mean, they had four, five, six guys bouncing off them. This is the National Football League. I, I mean, that was absolutely shocking to me. Absolutely shocking to me. We're we're seeing some really ugly football. And the Giants know it. The one one thing that is different from the Giants and uh, the Jets, I mean, they're both giving us some real ugliness, but the Giants don't talk a good game. As... The Jets do. Jets do a whole lot of yapping. But like I said, this is not misery loves company. Giants defense was absolutely abysmal. It it was just awful. I didn't understand it. And I, I still can't understand it. I'm anxious to get back to talk to the guys this week because, man, it was, it was, I was dumbfounded by it. So you get beat, you get your teeth knocked in, so be it. But tackling, basic tackling, and that's, I'm, I'm talking about basic tackling. I mean, if you can't get, I mean, you had third and 15. Brock Purdy had a third and 15, no problem. Then they had a third and 12, third and 13, no problem. Can somebody make some plays? Guys were running in wide open spaces. It's been a very, very frustrating first three weeks of the season. Very frustrating first three weeks of the season. We have two teams, one and two. And of one and two, there's one and two good, and then there's one and two PU. 
And that's what we've gotten thus far. From both the Jets and the Giants. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today. Hopefully it's better luck for both teams coming up. But again, uh, now, as I said, that's a wrap on today. I want you all, I thank you for being here, for getting a load of this. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so, as always, on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Now I've got to thank uh, my home here at Believe.com because I always tell you Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. Uh, And of course, I remind you each and every week, if you haven't done so, please do so. Please download the Yes app so you can catch me every Tuesday when my Get a Load of This video podcast comes out on the Yes app so you can do what everybody else is doing, getting a load of me on Get a Load of This on the Yes app. But, like I said, that's a wrap today. Until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.